return you now to your regularly scheduled program. Welcome back, guys, to the West Coast Alums. There <laughs> we are. I, welcome t- back. Tucker, I feel like we do the same intro every time. I always say welcome back. No And way. you always do the air horn. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Josh. Hey, they don't don't fix it if it ain't broke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I was just thinking about? What? I was thinking about this is gonna be my new fun fact is that we have a podcast. You know, like people are like, oh, like introduce yourself and say a fun fact. This is gonna be my new fun fact. Like, yeah, I have a I have a podcast. My buddy yeah. Josh. <laughs> don't listen to it, but no, I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I've I've told a few people that I do a podcast, but I never tell them the name of it because <laughs> I know them too well. I'm like, I don't want you to change the way you think about me. Don't don't listen don't listen to the Christmas episodes. No, stop. They're, okay, okay, wait. All right, guys, listen up. Hot I'm, take. I'm glad we have a guest on. By the way, Cam is our guest for today. He's back. Yay, Cam. Yeah, welcome back. Now listen. On welcome back, Cam. We the Christmas episodes. We need a guest. We need somebody who listens. You listen to the show. What is wrong with the Christmas episodes? Because we <laughs> we love them, but nobody else does. <laughs> I know. I need to know. Okay, I have a confession. Tucker. I haven't I haven't listened to the latest Christmas episode. Oh, wow, traitor! You're fired. That's it. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, you're drop. not even paying me. <laughs> that's that's true. All right, but I would have. <laughs> I I I I must not tell a lie. I did not listen to this year's Christmas episode. No. but <laughs> was it that bad? <laughs> I I did I did hear um, that it was it was pretty chaotic again. So yeah, uh, it's basically like the I, first I, one. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I. I didn't your mom say something, Josh? And I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. My mom listened to it. I didn't want to, like... <laughs> she was like, I don't know, Josh. That's Ricky. a little... Uh, it might have been a little too much. And I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, there was talk about wife How? stealing and, and daughters in comas and... <laughs> I don't know if I... I don't know if I felt comfortable after. Yeah, that. <laughs> so you, didn't know, you didn't feel good about the about the state of your heart no. afterwards. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I needed to remove some toxic friendships. <laughs> Tucker just blocks me for like a month at a time. <laughs> that's why. That's why it took so long to get this one set up. Oh, I yeah, yeah. Josh and I reconciled. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a break between us. It's just a detox from you, Josh. All right, we're done until January. <laughs> oh man, uh, but we're back now. It is gonna be back. It is Better be than back. ever, and we got. Our the number, dude, Cam, you're the only guest that's been on our show twice. That's right. So, so that's fill true. us in. What, what's happened? Because the last time, there, a few major things have happened since the last time you were on. So, what's what's been going on in your life? I have graduated college since then. Gotten married. Big surprise. Wow. Um, yeah. Big surprise for <laughs> you two. Um, that that's were crazy. there. Um, <laughs> well, well, you got married. <laughs> yeah. Um. Move to move down to North Carolina and end of May. Been there since. Um, I was telling you guys before. Um, also got our house broken into and robbed about a month ago yes. as I'm recording this. So that was that was scary. But uh, hey, whoever, if you're listening to this and you <laughs> broke into a house recently and it was in North Carolina, you know you mess with Kim. You mess with us. It mess with the family. Is that right, Josh? Yeah, that's right. That's right. It better not be one of you yoga moms listening. I swear. 
I swear. <laughs> I don't walk into that, that studio. Is that a big demographic? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah. All our advertisements are uh, targeted at, at single moms who I do see. Pilates, Pilates yoga. yoga. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not, I was not aware of that. That's cool. That's good. Yeah, it's sweet. Um, so yeah, if you know any, if you know any moms, Cam, single moms that that would be interested in listening to the show, you can just pass pass our name along. Yeah. Cool. That's yeah. Josh's yeah. type. <laughs> um, so, anyways, yes, Cam, it's great to have you back. Um, today we're going to be talking about. Hollywood film TV uh, probably most of it's gonna be focused on like Marvel and Star Wars just because I think that's probably what we are most familiar with um, but I think it's fair to say Cam and I've talked about this a bunch I think it's fair to say that we have collectively been disappointed with some of the recent projects so maybe maybe we can each kind of talk about some of the the projects coming out of Disney or wherever that we haven't liked recently and ones that maybe stood out that we did like so uh, Cam what are, what are your thoughts on that yeah, so so my big thing, I know most of our conversations, um, at least like over text and stuff, have been more Star Wars focused. Overall with Marvel, I've kind of gotten just like burnt out because of like the abundance of content at this point. But yeah, Star, Star Wars was the big one that like always gets us into the conversation. And so like Boba Fett and Obi-Wan... I shouldn't say Boba Fett was a disappointment because I didn't have high expectations going into it, but it wasn't good. Um, and it's not a good thing for a show when your best episodes, which were some of the best Star Wars content in recent history, but they were about a completely different character with his own show. <laughs> yep. Um, so that's, that's bad for the show. And then Obi-Wan, yeah, I think was a huge disappointment, but I will say, and, or, I don't know if you've watched that yet, Josh, um, no, Tucker, I don't know if I you've haven't. seen it. That is at the top of the best Star Wars content that Disney has put out since they bought um, Lucasfilm. There's still content there. There's still substance. There's still potential. Um, but it's very, I know we were talking about this, it's very hit or miss. Um, like the the inconsistency is <laughs> quite baffling. So, <laughs> okay, why? Well, if I'm a Disney exec, right? And good shows make good money, right? Because more people watch it. Why don't I just figure out the formula that, oh, People like Mandalorian. Why don't we just get Dave Filoni and whatever his name is to, and people like the Clone Wars, you know, all that stuff. Why don't we just get him to do all the Star Wars stuff? But at least them like be the creative director of Star Wars, like the overseer instead of Kathleen Kennedy, right? Why? Why do you think? I guess my question is, why do you think Disney keeps on putting out very sub-average content and? sometimes above average content like why why is there so much mismatch as cam said what do you guys think so so uh, i think there are a lot of things factoring into that right so number one disney when they acquired star wars right like star wars was one of the highest rated most expensive ips of all time and so what are, they're just trying to like pump shows out you know yeah, and it yeah. i mean it shows when the quality is low <clears throat> i mean like you have kenobi and boba which were completely rushed Compared to a show like Andor, which I still haven't seen, I'm, I'm going to see it, like I'm not opposed to it, <clears throat> but you have a show like Andor that was in development years ago and they kind of just paused it because they wanted to rush out Kenobi and Boba and that stuff shows like you can tell that there was more time, more world building, you know, even even in like the way that they designed the sets um, into shows like Andor and obviously anything that has Dave Filoni and John Favreau on it, like The Mandalorian or, you know, um, like Clone Wars season seven and even Bad Batch like that has their touch because 
um, well, Dave Filoni obviously had been working alongside George for the whole Clone Wars series and, you know, like loves the show and really truly loves the content. Um, And so you have that distinction too. But I also think that there's something, I don't know, maybe this is like conspiracy theorists of me, but I think there's something a little bit more nefarious going on. And I think that Disney is trying to separate from legacy characters. They're trying to brand their own Star Wars. And so in doing that, they're trying to separate from George's Star Wars. And so you see that with a lot of the characters that George created, right? Whether it's Han Solo in Force Awakens, whether it's Luke Skywalker in um, The Last Jedi, whether it's Kenobi in The Kenobi Show, Boba Fett in Boba Show. It's like all these characters that were created by George, if you look at them, there's the through line is that their characters are being deconstructed in their own projects, right? So you have Luke, who was a, a strong and powerful Jedi. That was his arc that we left him <clears> on in, in Return of the Jedi. He comes back after how many years in The Last Jedi? And he's this old hermit who has, you know, he doesn't want to do anything. He doesn't want to help anybody. He's just, you know, basically resided to his own fate of just letting the galaxy go into chaos. That's not Luke Skywalker, right? That's not where we left him. It's not who he is. Same with Han Solo. Han Solo went on an arc from A New Hope to Return of the Jedi from being this selfish smuggler, kind of just looking out for himself. And then what? Now he's a general in the Rebel Alliance, right? Like he he learned responsibility and he was set up to go off with Leia. And then what, where do we find him in The Force Awakens 50 years later or however many years, you know, in the timeline? Like all of that character growth is gone. He's back to A New Hope, Han Solo. He's abandoned his wife. He's abandoned his son. He's back to smuggling. He lost the Falcon. You know, it's like all these things. Um, and you see that in in Boba and Kenobi as well, because, you know, you have characters like Boba Fett, who is a mysterious bounty hunter. He's ruthless. He's cool. I mean, all the comics outside of what we saw in um, the original trilogy, Boba Fett is just kind of like this bad A will kill you if you look at a bad type of bounty hunter. And what does Disney do with him, right? Like he wants to rule with what, like peace and love and lollipops and rainbows now. And he's like, I don't want to rule with fear. That's the old way. It's like, dude, you're Boba Fett. Come on. Like what the heck is going on? You know? And same with Kenobi. Like you completely deconstruct Kenobi, who was a, a, a war general. And now what is he? He's a sad old hermit. It's the same thing with Luke Skywalker. And the show isn't even so much about them. Like the Kenobi show is the Reva and Leia show. Like, let's be honest. It's not even about Kenobi. And so, yeah, sorry, this is a really long rant. I've had a lot of this stored up. But um, (laughs) anyways, all that to say, I think that there are a lot of uh, things factoring into why Disney is pumping out this content. And they can't ignore the numbers, right? Like they can say, okay, Kenobi had the biggest opening right for the first episode. What's the drop off after that? It was big, right? Like the viewers did not stick around through the last episode. You know, maybe hardcore fans like me did, but then I look back and I'm like, I hated Kenobi. And so when Andor comes out, like I still haven't seen it because I'm just so fed up with how Disney's destroying the characters that I grew up with. And so I don't think that they can ignore this issue for long, but it, it has like stunned me how long they are willing to hold out for whatever agenda they're trying to, uh, you know, move forward through their projects. And it's like, you know, it's not making money. You know that the people, the fans aren't loving it. I mean, even switching over to Marvel, look at the Marvel ratings, like the audience score on Rotten Tomato compared to like, pre endgame to post endgame i mean it's crazy how different they are you know when you have shows like with, with the exception out. of spider-man right with the exception like, exception yeah, of Spider-Man, yeah, yeah. which was mostly sony too which is the thing like yeah true yeah. so marvel couldn't mm-hmm. do whatever they wanted to it but yeah i don't know that's an interesting question tucker um i'd be interested to hear what y'all think about that as to why you know they seem to love not making as much money as they could be you know, because it seems really simple to us. Like, you want to make money in Force Awakens? Put Luke, Leia, and Han in a shot together. It's that simple. Like, come on. That's the money shot of the century. But they they don't do it. And I don't know why. 
Yeah. I think the... Well, I think what makes it more weird is it comes back to what I said about, like, the inconsistency. And that, like, yes, they are... They have ruined characters like Luke and Han. But then they also bring back a CGI young Luke for, and show him in like his most powerful state ever at the Mando, at the end of Mando season two, and then have him in the episode of Boba Fett, you know, where Grogu goes to him and trains for a little bit. And they're making an Ahsoka spinoff show, which is one of the most beloved characters of the, of the prequel era, even though it was obviously after the prequels, Clone Wars, you know, um, so it's like, I don't know, they're like picking and choosing, I guess, who they, who they want to, but then even with Luke, it's like, he went from, you know, his arc in the original trilogy, and then you have The Last Jedi, where he's ruined, and then you have Mando season two, where he comes back, and is the strongest we've ever seen him, and looks absolutely, like, incredible, so it's like, yeah, what are you doing? Where are you going with this? Um, so it, that just even like, that just adds so much more confusion to me. And I just don't understand. Well, I think there too, you can see the clear split from even within Lucasfilm. Like you have the Kathleen Kennedy side and her, sure. her like shills, sure. which they are progressive Disney. We want to make our own Star Wars, forget George and all his creations. You know, like we'll use it to get people in the in the theater seats and make money for our new characters. Right. And then yeah. you have the other side of that, which is, john and dave who are they see it's like there's a pro lucas and anti lucas factions within lucasfilm yeah and so yeah you see that split i mean even like jj abrams who directed episode seven and nine was very vocal about the fact that he hated the prequels and so you didn't see a whole lot of that in there right it was mostly focused on the ot and then you have ryan johnson who came in both both hires by kathleen kennedy by the way ryan johnson who came in for the last jedi and his only mission i mean he said it he, he said back in an interview years ago that his perfect film that he could make would be one that 50% loved it, 50% hated it because he just wants to subvert expectations, right? Like that's his whole thing. And so, yeah, I think even there you have that split of, okay, these people want to keep, you know, the integrity of what was created and what came before, like, you know, John and Dave and, and all the people working on the Clone Wars and Mandalorian, it seems like. Um, and then you have the people who aren't interested in that, you know, people like Kathleen Kennedy who are going to cancel the whole extended universe when they acquire star wars which is absurd but anyways i don't know what 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 do you think about that tucker as i think i think i i would say that i'm a, I'm a pretty big star wars fan like I, I remember watching star wars episode three in theaters with my dad growing up and it was like the best experience i ever had it was, it was like i just i, I love star wars growing up yeah i still do but i think you guys are, are more star wars fans than me with that said are you guys happy that disney purchase lucasfilm would you rather have star wars content now or no star wars content at all post original six films and clone wars (laughs) (laughs) uh that's That's a hard question i think uh okay i i think i truly believe that given a few more years george would have come around and would have started creating star wars content again um so i don't know that's tough because some of the Disney content has been good. I will say, I don't think any of it has been better than what George made. So there's that. Um, mm-hmm. But there are a few projects that, I mean, they are really good. Like, I really enjoy The Mandalorian, right? I think that's really good. Uh, Rogue One was also really good. Um, I enjoy Solo 
Uh, I know a lot of people yeah. don't, but I enjoy mm-hmm. Solo. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very simple, fun movie. I don't I don't really understand the hate on it. Um, yeah, yeah. I it's it's fun. So yeah, but I will say just for the fact that Disney canceled all of Legends in the EU when they bought Star Wars, I would say just for that. If I if it was up to me, I would say no. Disney Disney could not acquire Star Wars. Okay, but what if what if George wasn't gonna put out any more content? Like we we're just we we're we we're stuck with what we got in like twenty fifteen whatever when Joe, Disney purchased Lucasfilm. What's better to have to have fond memories or to to see new things start to destroy those fond memories? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think I was fine with with what we had, and and of course there would always be more comics and books and video games and stuff like that but but then you wouldn't get games like jedi jedi fallen order and survivor uh, and uh, eclipse coming out hopefully and uh, mm-hmm. i don't know that's tough talking yeah. i don't know if i have an answer yeah <laughs> what do you think yeah. so i mean like i all of my fandom to use that word hate that word but you know <laughs> um like i was mostly after the fact um I really didn't get into Star Wars um, until after Disney had bought it. Like, I grew up, you know, like, seeing um, the OT. Um, like, like my dad would put them on sometimes or it'd be on TV or something. So, like, I knew about Star Wars and I'd seen it, but it, it wasn't until, I guess, pro- probably, like, when the, when the sequels were coming out... Um, that, like, I actually got into it, and, like, I didn't finish, um, I don't think I finished Clone Wars until, like, I was in college, um, and Rebels until a couple years ago. You mentioned Thrawn, like, Rebels is also another amazing, um, yeah. in my opinion, piece I, of I enjoyed Rebels Star too. Wars, yeah. um, especially after the first season. Um, yeah, a, lo- a lot of the stuff that I, that got me more interested in Star Wars, and, like, into the universe like and i'm not i was never into like legends or any of like the extended stuff like josh was um but like some of that later stuff is what got me into it and what i've enjoyed so like you said like bringing up fallen order um (laughs) and like such an incredible game and i'm so excited for survivor what is it next month or march yeah march 15th or something like that um yeah and then you have stuff like mando and and or again, which you haven't seen, which you need to because it's amazing. <laughs> I know. I need um, to. <laughs> but yeah, it, it it's a it's a very hard question mm-hmm. because if it if it weren't for Disney buying Star Wars and doing some of the things that they have, I don't know that I would be having this conversation right now. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So I think I think if if I grew up with it like you did, um, it would be different. I'd feel maybe a little different, but yeah, I feel like Star Wars. Like the difference for me, George Lucas Star Wars before Disney acquired it in two thousand twelve or whenever, um, it was like your favorite restaurant, and every dish was the most amazing dish ever. Like it was just an awesome steak or an awesome burger, and it never missed. And then somebody moved in and bought it, and they changed the restaurant, and now it's a buffet. And so they're like, there's some good stuff in the buffet, but there's also some bad stuff. And so you have to kind of pick and choose what you want. Whereas before you could order anything on the menu and be happy. And I think that's the worst part for me is, is Star Wars used to be like any, every time anything came out, right. It was awesome. It was the Mm. best. 
you know, like every movie. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like Phantom Menace. I grew up with that. I was a kid, you know, and George mm-hmm. said, like, you know, some of the characters like Jar Jar, they were more geared towards kids. So I enjoyed Phantom Menace, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but even the games, like I just replayed Force Unleashed 1 and 2 like a week <laughs> ago because I love those games. Yeah. Like I have so many childhood yeah. memories and it's still fun to play to this day. Um, but now nowadays it's like, well, you know, it might be a hit, might be a miss. I don't know. You know, it's like I walk into it with, you know, my my hopes up. But, you know, realistically, it's like, well, this might suck like Kenobi, which that hurts because the expectations were so high. Yeah. And it just was not there. So I don't know. What, what do you think about that, Tucker, though? Like growing up kind of, you know, with me, like we both grew up with it from a very young age. How do you feel about it now? Mm-hmm. We loved the prequels growing up. I, I I actually <laughs> I know we have different takes on this. I watched the prequels again pretty recently, and it was I'm gonna be I know all the Star Wars fans are gonna cast me out and stone me, but I I it was hard to watch parts of Episode One and parts of Episode Two. It was it was really hard. I was like, dude, I am not enjoying this. Like. The acting is, is subpar. The The plot is boring. Uh, I, I know that's harsh, but it's true. Like, I, I at least, you know, from my perspective, and, and I, know, I know I'm not alone because there has been this, you know, significant backlash to the prequels until, <laughs> until Disney came up with the sequels, I think. And then people realized how good the prequels were compared to anything else. And they're like, oh, actually, you know, the prequels weren't that bad. We can give Hayden Christensen some grace in some of the acting, you know. And, and then you can you kind of see the fandom change towards like, man, like we really had it good, didn't we? <laughs> we didn't realize how bad it could get. <laughs> so I, I, I wonder. I, I'm curious if in like five, ten years, we look back and like maybe it wasn't as bad as we thought for Disney. It's hard. It's hard to believe that because. I will say because, and I think for this reason alone, I think everything else is forgivable and like, okay, like we can, you know, anyway, maybe it wasn't as bad as we thought. But for this reason alone, and you guys already mentioned this, them pretty much destroying the original characters is is hard to overlook. The characters that we love, like, like the prequels didn't do that. The prequels set those characters up and made them even, I think, even more robust, to be honest. Hmm. But the sequels destroyed them, deconstructed them, and it's, it's gonna, I think one year from now, five years from now, ten years from now, we're not going to look back and be like, yeah, you know, that was, that was pretty good. <laughs> you know, screw Luke Skywalker. <laughs> like, no, like it's, it's hard to it's hard to look past that. I think, but I, I do wonder if, like, okay, maybe I don't know, maybe maybe it's not as bad. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I think they are still pretty bad, but I, I do wonder if the fandom will change a little bit, kind of like what we saw with the prequels. Well, I think that there's a different issue. I think some of it is, yeah, like okay, we we see the Disney stuff, and it's it's not as good as the prequels, right? Objectively, but I think a big part of that too is that um, you know kids like me who grew up with the prequels, like Anakin Skywalker was my hero. Yeah, yeah. he was the coolest guy ever like on any movie ever it was anakin skywalker that's who i always wanted to you know play as when i got my little lightsaber out and i was fighting battle droids in my backyard it was like mm-hmm. i'm anakin skywalker you know my cousin was always obi-wan and we take him out together <laughs> um and cl- and clone wars only like heightened that and clone wars yeah. For, yeah 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 but i think the thing that maybe you're noticing is that group of people that demographic 
they grew up and so now you know now we're in our mid-20s mm-hmm. and so we look back at the prequels with fun it's because that was our childhood yeah right in the same way that like my parents look back at the original trilogy and so yeah. will ever anything ever top it just because you have all those nostalgic memories tied into it i don't know but i think objectively you cannot say that disney is better than star wars like the ot or the prequels and i don't want to like discard all of the complaints about the acting like technically yeah i think attack of the clones is one of the like most probably the worst of the star wars original six just technically speaking like the acting is not good like like some of the stuff is weird right like the like the decisions that george made but the difference there is that the story is still strong right like the characters are consistent they're going on an arc like they're growing they're developing um and so for me, that's how I can watch, you know, like Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones and overlook some of those things because I'm like, okay, like I get, I see what George is trying to do. It, it fits with the story. Whereas with the Disney trilogy, there are so many plot holes, so many contrivances, so many just terrible character writing. I mean, the fact that your protagonist has no real struggles to overcome, that's like, that, what a boring protagonist, right? Yeah. Like she beats Kylo Ren at the end of the first film, which is ridiculous. It took Luke three movies to be able to even like come close to taking out vader right yeah like even at the second movie after he'd been training with yoda right ray had no training right and beat kylo who had trained with luke skywalker and with snoke who now is like basically palpatine so the two strongest force users (laughs) and then you have luke who trains with yoda the most powerful light side force user can't even stand a chance against Vader. He gets his arm cut off, right? Yeah. And that's the second That's the second movie. And he's already like had this time to develop his force skills or whatever. So I think you just have issues like that where objectively, I don't think you can say that, you know, the Disney trilogy is better simply because the writing and the story is just yeah. so, so much worse than anything that George made. So I think that's the main issue. But you want to say something, Cam? Yeah, I think onto that, like with specifically episodes one and two um because I, th- I think most people who are as big of fans as us agree that episode three is up there for one of the best even if some of the acting still is eh, like just it's beautiful it's amazing it's just awesome <laughs> yes yeah um but specifically with one and two like sure like a lot of the acting and the decisions were very weird but that was those decisions were made be in light of George trying to galaxy build, if you want to put it that, mm-hmm. and like expand the Star Wars universe a lot and bring in all these new, very like vibrant, very fun, very interesting worlds um, and characters, which created such a good base for things like Clone mm-hmm. Wars and Rebels and stuff like that. Again, yeah. Disney content, but Rebels and bad batch now for like content like that to have like such a great springboard for and like clone wars is so successful because it it was built off of that foundation that george started with um the prequels right Hmm. and then i look at the sequels and i'm like what do you like what could you possibly build off that because i wanted to say this earlier um I feel like it was doomed from the start when, like, at the very beginning, they were like, yeah, we're going to have three different directors for all three of these (laughs) movies. Like, what kind of decision-making is that in a trilogy where George Lucas had 
Cho, he had, you know, he was the, he was the man. He was doing everything. Um, he was making the decisions, you know, directing the story where he wanted it. And now you decide, okay, we're going to have three different directors for three consecutive movies. And just in principle, that's just not how it works. I guess it kind of worked for Marvel because you had, um, you had Kevin Feige like over the top and he directed stuff, at least up until Endgame, it worked. I think, um, but with Star Wars, like, it just, it's just not, the, it's not the same. I mean, like, not that The Force Awakens, like, in the decisions with Han and stuff were great by J.J. Abrams, but it was at least, it was at least a s- decent enough start, I think. It could have been a decent enough start um, mm. for a good sequel trilogy, yeah. but Ryan Johnson came in and just absolutely demolished every, like any potential for that to happen with all of these plot holes and killing off Snoke and like he changed you know he changed completely changed the physics of um light speed um with the with the ship <laughs> going through and like yep. and so how funny. lightsabers just, work and how the force works and how lightsabers yeah we would have yeah, seen a lot more just changed, yeah <laughs> yeah seriously yeah like it just J.J. Abrams was going one way and Ryan Johnson came in and swung it in a 180. And then I forget the reason why um, the third director didn't end up doing um, The Rise of Skywalker. So, like, they had to bring J.J. back in. Um, but, like, at that point, it was already ruined. And he was just, like you said, cleaning cleaning up the mess as best as he could. Like, yeah. Some people say Rise of Skywalker was the worst of the three. I disagree. I do think The Last Jedi is the worst. I think it's yes. it's yeah. just I have yeah. no words. Um what could you possibly build off of the sequels in the same manner as like what you did with the Clone Wars and stuff like that off of uh the prequels? Like it just so Tucker like I can't, I can't see any any of us looking back in 10 years <laughs> and being like oh maybe these weren't so bad because it just i just feel like they ruined so much and maybe that's just because we're in the moment and that's how people felt about the prequels at this time you know four years after they finished up um but I, yeah i just think it's two completely different situations so you can imagine all the different directions star wars could have gone episode seven you have twins yes. of Han Solo and Leia, and or you have like evil Luke. I know that was like a comic. You just have so mm. much potential. There's so much source material too. Yeah, it's like you, yeah. you're not. You don't have to start from scratch. Is the thing like pick off of the comics? I mean, that's a lot. What you know, like Dave and John are doing, like a lot of Mando stuff. Like maybe not the main storyline, but a lot of like the Easter eggs and the side plots are picked from the comics and video games and stuff like that. And that's why I think it's doing well. It's because it's staying true to what Star Wars really is. And there's just something you you watch you watch a Star Wars movie, and as a fan, you can just tell if it has that feeling, if it feels like Star Wars or if it doesn't, you know. And I think that that was the issue for me with like Boba and Kenobi. It looked like Star Wars, it sounded like Star Wars, but it didn't really feel like Star Wars. It wasn't quite there, you know. And I watch like Mando, and when I get back into Mando, I'm like, this this feels like Star Wars. It's a little different, but it still feels like Star Wars. Well. <laughs> wow so <laughs> maybe maybe we should end on a happy note um what are some projects so so coming up 
um, just kind of to, to end this off because we want to be a little happy at the ending here. What are some some projects that are coming up in the next year or so uh, that you guys are excited for coming out of? I get we pretty much only talked about Star Wars. So what are some Star Wars stuff coming up that you guys are excited yeah, yeah. about? I mean, yeah, like we like we talked about um, earlier, Jedi Survivor in a couple months as of recording this. I'm very excited. Like as as I was waiting for you guys to get on, I was literally I hopped on Fallen Order for <laughs> minutes. Um, <laughs> nice. So like. It's I, I want to be really excited for Ahsoka because I love her character. Um her exit from the Jedi Order and like that whole scene in the Clone Wars um is just like I think I think I, I consider it to be like the most beautiful piece of like animated TV like ever created. Just just the colors and the shots and like the music and the emotion like it's it is it's like stunning when when i watched that for the first time um her leaving i was like wow like i was blown away by that for, from an animated show um mm. and so like i i really love her character um but it's like okay am i am i going to get a mando or an andor mm. out of this show or <laughs> are we going to get an obi-wan but yeah, I guess the the one that I'm really immediately looking to is Survivor in a couple months. So, and I think Dave is the showrunner for Ahsoka. Okay, nice. like I think he's had that because it's his character. Like you know, I hope yeah, nobody else yeah. would touch that. <laughs> That's yeah. true. So yeah, that gives me a little bit of a little more optimism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Mando season three that's coming out in March. Um, it's coming out March first, which I'm getting married March fourth. So I think it will actually be really fun to watch with with Gerilyn when we get married. Yeah. Well, I think you guys named the two, at least the most like coming soon Star Wars projects, the Survivor and Mando 3. Um, yeah, I don't really know. Outside of those two and Ahsoka, that's probably the three that I'm looking forward to the most. Um, but yeah, if if you guys listening, if you're looking for good Star Wars content, I think you guys can stop me if you wouldn't recommend these things, but I would recommend if you want like quality Disney content, you should watch Clone Wars season seven. I thought it was fantastic. Um, outside of the episode with the sisters. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's outside those first yeah. four, or is it the middle four? Whatever four yeah, episodes. I think it's it the middle with... four. They're annoying. Yeah. Uh, you can skip those. Just skip to the last four, honestly. You can do it without the Bad Batch yeah. too. It's fine. Um, that was good. <laughs> Rebels. I highly recommend Rebels. Rebels was a big surprise to me because I waited to watch that because I, I didn't think I'd like it. And I loved it. And and that is going to set up with Mando season Ahsoka. two and Ahsoka. Um, Tales of the Jedi was fantastic, I thought. Oh, right. Yeah. So, so it kind of goes under the radar with all these other things, but it's so good. I love it. Um, and then, yeah, obviously Fallen Order. I feel pretty confident that I can recommend Survivor because the first game was incredible. So I think the second game will be so. pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah, I think that's pretty much it uh, for this episode. We talked a lot about uh, this is basically just Star Wars, a Star Wars yeah. episode. Like, let's be honest, it deserved <laughs> it. Sorry, sorry, Marvel. It's about time. Sorry, Marvel. We're burnt out. Yeah, you know? Marvel. There's not much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, you suck. No, that's basically all you need to know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Spider Man was great. Spider Man was great. Yes. Um, but yeah. Anyways, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, Cam. Thanks again for coming back yes, on to talk you, with us about all these things. Anytime. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess we will uh, see you guys on the next episode. We love you all, and uh, we'll see you soon. That's right. May the force be with you. Always. Bye. Bye. <laughs>